Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Father God, your word is the truth, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing, one that destroys the yokes of bondage of sickness and disease. We thank you, Father God, that the devil is defeated and under our feet. We thank you, Lord God, that you are way maker. You are prince of peace. You are king of kings. You are Lord of lords. We thank you, Father God, for just your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord God, for your faithfulness, Lord God. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for wisdom. We thank you for knowledge. We thank you for understanding, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are our way maker, Father God. You are our joy. You are our strength, Lord God. You lift us up, Lord God. Even when we are in our weakest place, Lord God, you are there giving us strength, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we don't have to get it or do it on our own, Lord God, that you are there for us. You are there for us. You encourage us. You love us, Lord God. And we just simply say, thank you, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, Lord God. We bless your name. We magnify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. We lift you up, Lord God, and we just simply say thank you this day. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the ministry. Thank you for the witness of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the power that comes from on high. Thank you for the power to trample on serpents. Father God, to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, Father God. Thank you for the opportunity to be used for your glory, Father God. We just bless your name. We just praise you. We just magnify you. We just glorify you. We just say thank you this morning. We thank you this morning. We thank you for this week, Lord God. We thank you for imparting wisdom into us this week, Lord God. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord God. We thank you for a strength that comes from on high, Lord God. We thank you, Waymaker. We thank you, Waymaker. We thank you, Waymaker. We thank you, Waymaker. Maker, we thank you, Waymaker. We thank you, Waymaker. We bless and praise you and magnify you in Jesus' holy name. We say thank you, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God. You are so merciful. You are so mighty. You are so powerful. You are our joy. You are our strength. You are our peace. And we bless your name, praise you, magnify you, and say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So this week we've been holding fast um, to a particular scripture, holding fast to a particular scripture, holding on to this scripture this week, holding on to Philippians 2.16. Because that's what Paul has said to us. I need you to hold fast. I need you to get this in your system. I need you to meditate on this. I need you to focus on this. I don't need you to be focused on much else. I need you to be focused on this. I need you to hold on to the word of life. I need you to hold on to to this truth. I need you to believe in what I'm saying. Paul was simply saying, hey, I got something for you. And if you'll just stay steadfast in this, and if you'll just listen to me, and if you'll just trust me in this, then I promise you, this is going to work out for your good. He didn't say it wouldn't be trials. He didn't say it wouldn't be troubles. He didn't say it wouldn't be issues. He just simply said, if you'll trust me at this. Paul was asking, if you'll ride with me on this. 
if you'll ride with me on this, if you'll just go with me on this, if you'll believe what I'm saying to you, then what's going to manifest in you and what's going to manifest for me is that my work isn't going to be in vain. My work isn't going to be in vain. And so Paul was, there was a promise. There was something Paul had going on. There was something Paul was promising here. There was something steadfast resulting in this. And that's the same thing that the Lord has been saying to us absolutely all week. If you'll just bite down on this, if you'll just get, if you'll just get cemented in this, if you'll be strong, if you won't let nothing in on your foundation. Um, I used to, um, do pottery. As a matter of fact, when I get my house, I'm going to, I'm going to put a kiln and a wheel outside because I want to be able to pot again. I love to pot. But one of the things that you have to do even before you pot is you have to get the dirt out of the clay. You have to get the dirt out of the clay. And so once you get the dirt out of the clay, then you can begin to pot. Then you can begin to pot. And so that's what he was saying. Let this work do a greater work in you. So that we can get the dirt out the clay so that you can go and walk in the fullness of everything that you're supposed to walk in. I love Paul. I love Paul. I love Paul. Like he was saying, get this in you. Get this in you. If you can get this in you, there's something that's going to happen and it's going to manifest in you. So I want you to, I want to concentrate, I want you to concentrate on something this morning. We're going to go to Psalms and it's Psalms 19 and it's the 14th verse. And this is David, uh, this is David talking. And in the earlier part of this psalm, David is um, proclaiming the glory of God. He's like, the heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display his craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard, yet their message has gone throughout the earth. And their words to all the world. God has made a home in the heavens for the sun. It bursts forth like rain. He's just extolling. He's just talking about God's greatness. And then he gets to the significant part of the word. And this is what I want you to focus on today. This is what the Holy Spirit wants us to focus on today. He gets to this significant part of the verse, this very significant part of the verse. And then he says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, O God. You are my rock and you are my redeemer. And then in, in the King James Version, it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. And as I was meditating on this this morning, I said, Lord, what was David saying to you? It, see, it's more than just about his words and the meditation of his heart. What he was saying was he was acknowledging and saying, Lord, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. Lord, don't let me say anything other than what you would say. Don't let me act in anything other than what you see. David understood the, the, the king. He understood the edict of the king. He understood who he was. I think David knew kingdom better than anyone or why would God call him a man after God's own heart there was something significant in this and he was simply saying he said let these words let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable Lord let the words of my mouth so that they may please you let my my meditation of my heart always be in your sight Lord you're my helper you're my redeemer what David was saying was I cannot do this without you 
I cannot do this without you. I cannot do this marriage without you. I cannot raise these kids without you. I cannot do this business without you. I cannot walk in this ministry without you. I cannot do absolutely anything. God, David was acknowledging him. You are my strength. You are my redeemer. It wasn't just a guard or a check over my mouth. David said, David was saying to the Lord, my God, I need my life to line up with you. I need my life to line up with you. I need it to line up, line upon line, precept upon precept. I, I, need, I need this. Where I'm weak, I need you. Where I'm weak, I need you. That's what David was saying. I need you. I need nothing less than you. And we know significantly that God has said, this is a man after his own heart. See, David knew he couldn't rule the kingdom without God. He knew he couldn't be where he needed to. He couldn't accomplish what he needed. And I know all of y'all saying, well, did you see David's resume? Uh, we, we, you see what happened with him and Bathsheba? We all got a little bit. We didn't all had a little bit of that in us. If we're going to be honest, we didn't all had a little bit of us. He made some bad decisions. He made some mistakes. But at the end of the day, Day, he knew that it was about the God he served. He knew it was about the God that he served. He knew it was about God. He knew he couldn't accomplish absolutely any of this in it. He said, I don't have, come on, Holy Ghost. I don't have any room. I don't have any room in my, I don't have any room in me for me to be this to be about me. I can't let this be about me. I can't preach according to me. I can't teach according to me. I need you to know, let the words of my mouth, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. I don't care about what the world tells me is okay. I'm not interested in the world standard. I'm not interested in what the world is saying to me. What I'm saying is, Lord, my, you've got to be, come on, Holy Ghost, you've got to be the standard. You've got to be the standard. That's what David was doing. He was acknowledging, he was acknowledging, acknowledging God as the standard. He was saying, you have to have the final approval. You have to tell me it's okay. It's not for me to wait and judge myself. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord. Let it be acceptable in your sight, not in man's sight, not in my mom's sight, not in my dad's sight, not in my husband's sight, but let what I'm doing bring you the ultimate glory. Let what I'm doing bring you the ultimate glory. And so when we go back over into Philippians 2.16, this is what Paul is saying to us. He is saying, if you're going to, if you're going to let your life, my God, if you're going to let your life bring God the ultimate glory, if you're going to let your life bring God the ultimate glory, then you're not going to be able to do this in your sight or in man's sight. I love the Holy Spirit. You're going to have to do this in his sight because he's your strength. He's your redeemer. When there is weak, a weakness in you, he's the only one that's going to be able to redeem you. He's the only one that's going to be able to strengthen you. So you got to get your focus out, out of because our sight line, what we see, you got to get your focus off your sight line, off other people and focus on God. Stay in hope at holding fast to the word of God, holding fast to the light, holding fast, holding fast to this. Second Chronicle, Chronicles 20, 17 tells us hold means to continue without changing. You will not need to fight in this battle. My God, this is one of my favorite scriptures. You will not need to fight in this battle. So many of you have had so much fight in you. 
You thought you had so much fight in you. You felt like you needed to always continuously assert yourself, move a certain way. I got to let people know I ain't no weak. And the Lord is saying, all you got to do is hold on to my word. Second Chronicles 20, 17. You will not need to fight this battle. You will not need to fight this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, oh Judah, oh Lakeisha, oh Jessica, oh Melissa. You don't have to be according to your old tactics, your old ways. You don't have to do absolutely any of that. You just got to stand still and let the Lord fight your battle. That's what that, that that's what Paul was saying. Look at this. David is saying, it's not in my strength. It's not on me. Let my heart be meditated on that which you meditate on, God. Let my heart be let my heart be meditated on that which you're meditated on. Let my heart be meditating on that. Let my heart be focused on that. Let me not meditate meditate on anything that does not line up with your heart. Let me not line, let me, let, that does not line up with your word. That is not line upon line. Think about, think about this. Think about this. Think about all the wrong things you've been meditating on. Think, see, meditation is what becomes your habits. Meditation is what becomes your habits. So if you're meditating on the wrong things, those are the things. For those of y'all that got bad eating habits, it's because you meditate on that habit. You meditating on eating on the right, the wrong thing. You're not meditating on eating on salad. You're not meditating on um, um, good things in your body. You're not looking at less wheat and all those other things. You're meditating on the wrong things. And so David was saying, God, I don't want to be anything less than what you created me to be. See, when somebody has put a, come on, Holy Spirit, when somebody has put a wrong image of you, in your heart, and you don't know who you are, you'll meditate on that thing, and that's all that you'll become. You'll meditate on that thing, and that's all that you'll become. Why? Because that's what you're meditating on. That's what be, what's before you. And so David was saying, you know what, God, I don't want to be anything less than what you created me to be. I don't want to be anything less than what you created me to be. Why? Because I know you created me for your glory, for something greater than what I thought, for something greater than what I thought. So I need to meditate on this thing that you've given me. I need to meditate on this purpose. I need to meditate on this ministry. I need to be focused less on myself and less on you. I know it's making sense. That's the thing that's been speaking to you. Come on, Holy Spirit. That's the thing. We ain't going to quench the Holy Spirit. That's the thing that's been calling you out of darkness into your marvelous, into the marvelous light. The Lord has been drawing you closer to him. That's why you can't settle for less. Why? Because there's more in you. And that's what David was saying to him. He said, I don't want to be less than what you called me to be. And so he recognized that my words and the meditation of my heart is going to have to line up with your ultimate vision for me. To hold means to contain or be capable of containing. Romans 12 and 23 says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone, among you not to think of himself 
more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned to you. To hold means to have or be characterized by. First John 4, 2 and 6 says, whoever says I know him, but does not do, come on now, do what he commands is a liar and the truth is not in the person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. You got to live as Jesus did. You got to live according to how he operated, according to how he functioned, according to what he was doing. Why? Because this, this, this is the standard. God didn't create you to live anything less than kingdom. I can't wait till the Lord checks, checks us through Matthew so that you can understand Jesus wasn't preaching salvation. He was preaching kingdom. He said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. That's what David was saying in the end of this. He was saying, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. What David was saying in this is, I let your kingdom come, my God, and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let your will be done in my life, Lord. Let your will be done in your life. That ought to be the first thing that you wake up out of your mouth and say, let your will be done in my life, Lord. Let my life line up with your life. Anything that's in my life that does not line up with you, anything that's in my life that does not line up with you, Lord God, let this, I, I don't want to look like this. I was praying at this, this morning. I said, let me be used for your glory. Let, your, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable by my sight. You're my strength. You're my redeemer. I don't, I, don't, I don't care what this world told me what success. I don't care about being weird. I don't care about being unusual. I just want to be used for your glory. I just want this word to be used. I just want this devotional to be used. I want this ministry to be for your glory and your glory alone. And that's, that's the, the same resolve David had. It's the same resolve. This hold on to the word of life. What does this word say? What does this word say? The word has a promise. The word has a promise for you. The word has a promise. I got to say that one more time. The word has a promise for you. And it ends with a yes. And it ends with an amen. So you got to understand the kingdom of God. See, David knew there was something greater than doing it in his own strength. Do, doing it in his own strength. He knew it was something. He knew it was about the Redeemer. He knew his thoughts needed to be like God's thoughts. Because he knew if his thoughts were his thoughts, he was going to get in trouble. He knew his ways need to align to what God's ways were. He knew he had to change his meditation. He knew he had to change his focus if he was going to be the successful th king. And that's the same thing that the Holy Spirit is saying to him. He knew this. And under the new covenant, under the new covenant, we ain't even got to beg God. <laughs> Under the new covenant, we ain't got to even beg God. We just got to align our spirit. We got to know that this is the gauge for where we're going. This is the gauge. Let your mouth gauge where you're going. Let your mouth contain, let your, let your heart contain the vision and your mouth only gauge where you're going. Don't speak, get out your past. Don't speak on your past. Don't speak on all your hurt and your trauma. Let's get rid of this victim mentality so that we can get into the victory of who we're supposed to be in Christ Jesus. 
Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Lord God. You are my strength. That's saying, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in my life, Father. That's what David was saying. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Let your power be evident in my life. Let your peace be evident in my life. Let your grace be evident in my life. Let your word be evident. Let your love be evident in my life. Let your self-control be evident. All those fruits of the spirit. That's what David was saying. You're, and I can't do it on my own. I can't do it in my own strength because I'm going to mess it up if I do it. We know what David did. He's like, I'm going to mess it up if I do it on my own. So I need your strength, Father. I need the witness of the Holy Spirit. If you'll do me a favor, just invite him in today. Just invite him in today. Just invite him to take it over. Lay yourself out on the floor before God and say, you know what, Lord God? I'm tired of doing things. I'm tired of navigating relationships. I'm tired of navigating in relationships. Let your will be done in my life, Father. I'm tired of I'm tired of marriage a normal kind of way. I'm tired of at work being a normal kind of way. Let your will be done in my life, Lord. Father, let me live according. Let me live line upon line, precept upon precept. I want your heart in me. I want a heart for the people. I don't want to be condemning. I don't want to be backbiting. I don't want to be gossiping. I want a heart for you. I want your heart in me. I want, I, want to, I want your heart. I want you to take this over. Invite, invite him in this morning. Invite him in. Don't even assume that you've been doing it. Yeah, your will be done in my life, Father. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let you be the final, my God, approval. Let you be the final approval. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all. It's the weekend, baby. It's the weekend, baby. I love, I love you. I love you. Do you know it's brand new mercies every day? And all you got to do is ask the Lord, strengthen me, make me over, make me over. My girl, I wish I could sing this song. Make me over again. My grandmother used to sing it. Make me over again. In your presence, just make me over again. Show me what this looks like, Lord, according to your vision and your purpose that you have for me, Lord God. Just ask him that. Renew my mind, Lord God. Holy Spirit, do a greater work in me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Y'all be jumping the gun. Y'all be jumping the gun. I love y'all so much. I love you. Lord, I thank you for the word today. I thank you for the word on today. Let us meditate on this word today so that we become in the image. We become in your image, Lord God. Everything that is in our life that does not line up, line up with you, we cast it away. We bind our mind to the mind of Christ and we bind our will to the will of God. And we thank you, Lord God, that your will takes precedent in our life and that we will live nothing less than kingdom. Nothing less than kingdom. I love y'all so much. But you know what? Resonate. Let this resonate in your heart. Your father loves you. He is looking for you. He, is, he wants the very best for you. He wants the very best for you. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. Let the blessing of the Lord be rich. Let it come and let it add no sorrow. <laughs> let it be rich. It's not supposed to have sorrow. Let the blessing of the Lord be rich. And it has no sorrow. Let you walk in the fullness of your purpose. 
that everything that you put your hands to prosper. Let your divine destiny be imparted into you this day so that you can go and live out the will of your father for your, the best life, your best life. I, I'm speaking that over you today. Let your best life, let your best life be today. Let everything that's been hindering you be out your way. Let every wrong thought and negative thing be out your way and let the glory of the Lord be upon you. I love y'all so, so much. I love y'all so much. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. I plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional. Y'all go be loved today. Why? Because it's kingdom, baby. It's kingdom, baby. Love is kingdom. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Hey, don't forget, log on to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Uh, go be a partner. Sow a seed into the ministry today. Those of y'all that have been sowing to the ministry, man, y'all know, y'all already know what y'all been receiving. Just be blessed. Go sow a seed into the ministry today. God is going to do something very unique for you. I love you. Peace. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.